0: you want to say it that way, but I preached the message a couple, I don't know, six months ago or better, and uh, there's three points that I made in that sermon, and God has uh, illuminated these same three points, uh, it's a totally different text, but the same three points are found here in this text, and and so I'm going to try to just preach what God told me to preach as I am singing. Uh, I planned, had full intentions on going back and continuing on. I never even got into the message from last week on ever learning yet void of eternal life, um, and there's several, several months of worth of preaching there. But God has changed my direction in my heart this morning, and and so I'm going to try to mind Him again. This is not something that I've got notes for or anything like that. Uh, I just there's three little highlighted points that I've made. And that's that's about all, but this is what the Lord's put in my heart to do. Let's go to Psalm chapter number 17 this morning. And you pray for me and uh, ask God to speak to your heart this morning. Uh, he's the one that's going to have to do the preaching anyhow. And so if he'll, get it, if he'll get in the midst of this, it'll go just exactly how he wants it to. Psalm chapter number 17 this morning. We'll begin reading in verse number 1. Psalm chapter 17, verse number 1. If you're there, say amen. amen. The Bible said, Hear the right, O Lord, attend unto my cry. Give ear unto my prayer that goeth not out of fain lips. Let my sentence come forth from thy presence. Let thine eyes behold the things that are equal. Thou hast proved mine heart, thou hast visited me in the night. Thou hast tried me and shalt find nothing. I am purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. Concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips, I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. Hold up my goings in thy paths, that my footsteps slip not. I have called upon thee, for thou wilt hear me, O God. Incline thine ear unto me and hear my speech. Show Thy marvelous loving kindness, O Thou that savest by Thy right hand, them which put their trust in Thee, from those that rise up against Me. Keep Me as the apple of the eye. Hide Me under the shadow of Thy wings. From the wicked that oppress Me, from My deadly enemies who compass Me about. They are enclosed in their own fat. With their mouth they speak proudly. They have now compassed us in our steps. They have set their eyes bowing down to the earth like as a lion that is greedy of his prey. And as it were a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, O Lord, disappoint him, cast him down. Deliver my soul from the wicked which is thy sword. From men which are thy hand, O Lord, from men of the world which have their portion in this life, and whose belly thou fillest with thy hid treasure, they are full of children, and leave the rest of their substance to their babes. As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. If I were to have a title this morning, I've just got what I've been pondering on. It would be something like this, a prayer worth patterning. Or a a prayer that one ought to pray, or something of that sort. (laughs) This is a prayer that David has prayed to God. And I believe it's a prayer that we can most definitely look at and pattern our prayers after. And so if I could this morning, I, I just want to preach on a prayer. Hey, listen, we ought to pray. Uh, there's too many times that we overlook the power of prayer. I'm looking at folks tonight, had not, had it not been for a prayer that was prayed for you, you would not be where you are this morning. I'm looking at people this morning that would still be way out yonder in the far country had it not been for the prayers of somebody. And I know this this morning. We all face things, and we all have opposition in our life. And here David is faced with great opposition. And so the first thing he does is go to the Lord in prayer. Yeah. And so if I could this morning, I, I want to preach on that that thought, if you will, a prayer worth praying. Let's let's call it that. All right, Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. God, we thank you, Lord, for the honor and the privilege that it is to be in your presence. God, you have surely been good to us this morning Lord and you have graced us once more with your presence and God we are forever indebted we are so thankful uh, God that you would take time out of all eternity to come by our way now Lord I pray God that you would touch me Lord I am totally uh, God relying on you this morning God I need your help Lord I need you to come And Lord speak to me this morning Through me Say exactly what you want your people to hear and God help us Lord to preach this text In power and in unction and the power and the demonstration of the Holy Ghost God give us great favor this morning We'll thank you for what you do In Jesus name and for his sake And all the Lord's people saying. Amen and amen. You may be seated this morning. Again, it is here that David has begun to pray a prayer. Now, It does not take very long to see that uh, the Bible lets us know that David begins to cry unto the Lord not just because of where he is but where he has been and where he is afraid he is going. Has anybody ever looked at your life and you're not very, uh, I don't want to say pleased, but you're not very pleased with where you are or maybe you can look back and say times have been hard back there. Times are hard right now. Now things are difficult in the present but then when you look at your future it does not look much better or brighter can I get a witness this morning I believe that we are living in those last days that the Bible speaks about and I know this the Bible said in those last days that evil men should wax worse and worse and here David is oppressed and afflicted by workers of iniquity David is uh, targeted if you will by the bible said wicked men and the bible also said that these same men appear they look as if they are lions and they are uh, seeking out to devour their prey now you don't have to be a bible scholar to know who uh, is the author of that the bible lets us know that the devil himself is as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour but let me stress that word this morning he is As a roaring lion. In other words, he is the devil in a lion suit. And if you're not careful, you'll hear that roar and that echo from the devil. But my friend, it's a costume, it's a put-on. He is not a lion. Uh, He's as a lion. And I really believe that the devil sometimes uh, will come into our lives, bring things into our lives, will conflict us and oppose us in our lives. And boy. Boy, we look out and man we see a great big enemy We see a line that looks like it will devour us For some uh, that line may be a circumstance that you're in For some that line may be a health issue that you're faced with For some uh, that line could be lost And do you know that you don't have to bury somebody to lose somebody Can I give a witness there's living people uh, that have been separated and, uh, That have been set apart from us that we love and who are near and dear to us because they are not where they should be with God. Either way it's it's an enemy. Sometimes it looks like it cannot be overcome but I've come to tell you this morning our greatest weapon of warfare one of the greatest weapons that God has enabled us to have is to find a place and fall on our knees and call upon the one who hears all, who cures all and who cares about All Uh, Listen this morning some of y'all are going through uh, certain things you're faced with uh, Certain things and no man can help you Uh, There's not a preacher on the planet that can tell you what to do There's not a a, a, a Christian on the planet that can console you or bring you comfort There's not a good person on the planet that can heal you or touch your physical infirmities But my friend uh, I've come to tell you there's a prayer uh, in this Bible that we just read worth praying, it's worth pattering it's worth looking at and saying "All right, Lord if I've ever prayed like somebody I want to pray here like the psalmist David prayed my friend he called upon God in the midnight hour somebody ought to thank God that his eyes are never closed, somebody ought to thank God he never slumbers nor does he sleep God is very much a Where where you are uh, What you're going through uh, Who is opposing you uh, What is opposing you He still touched hallelujah With the feelings of our infirmities Uh, He still cares How we care Uh, He still feels what we feel Uh, He not only bore our sin But the Bible said uh, That he took our sin and our sorrows Uh, I'm here to tell you tonight That there's victory In the valley There's a prayer that's worth praying. Uh, don't ever feel like, hey, uh, you know the biggest lie the devil ever tells uh, uh, that you've exhausted God. you prayed too many times. Uh, you've prayed that same prayer too many times. Uh, uh, God must not hear you. Uh, if God heard you, you wouldn't have to pray that same prayer. But I've come to tell you that He is as a lion. He is not a lion. Everything about Him's fake. Uh, everything about Him's false. Uh, everything about Him's false. On it just because God is not answered does not mean that God is not heard the Bible lets us know quote it in Sunday school in Proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the Lord with all thine heart lean not on thine own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths may I say this morning I want God to be the director of my life I want him to lead me and guide me I want him to help me and I want him to mold me and to make me and to work on me. I, I want him to be that voice that I listen to. I want him to be the guide that I follow. I want him to be the rock that I lean on. I want him to be the shadow wings that I hide in the shadow of. He still cares this morning. And when you don't know what to do, may I say you can call on the one who knows it all this morning. David prays this prayer during his time of affliction and this time of attack in his life. Anybody feel like maybe you're in one of those two predicaments this morning? You're either attacked or afflicted? If you do anything for God, you're going to feel that way about most of the time. I ain't trying to be a Debbie Downer, but if you're going to do anything for God, listen, it don't come free. You are going to be afflicted. You are going to be opposed. You are going to be attacked. That's part of living for God. But listen to me. Do not ever let the devil get you down in this fight. Uh, You've got to remember the Bible said uh, he's great my friend. The devil's great but there's one greater glory to God. Uh, The Bible lets us know uh, uh, that greater is he that's in us than he uh, that's in the world. My, My Bible still says in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse number 7 casting all your cares uh, upon him for he cares for you. Uh, Matthew 11, 28, 29, come unto me. All you that labor in the heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke uh, upon you and learn of me for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Hey, uh, and John, he lets us know. Uh, chapter number 10, I am the door uh, and he that entereth in by the door uh, uh, is the same as uh, uh, the sheepfold. He said, my sheep uh, hear my voice and I Know them Somebody ought to thank God That when you call upon his name It's not a strange voice He don't have to figure out who you are He don't have to go through the line Of uh, some kind of uh, Some kind of leadership team To figure out who it is Calling on him But he knows you personally He knows somebody ought to thank God The Bible said he's got the very hairs Of our head are numbered He And he wants to know He wants to hear your prayer He wants to know that you're relying on him That you're trusting him There's some prayers that we ought to be praying this morning And I give these three points And they're here in our text again But the first thing I want you to to know this morning When you pray Here's here's a prayer worth praying Number one, Lord, hear me Hear me I know I've preached these points but from a total different text but I want you to look there in verse number one the first thing that David says I don't think it's a bad thing when you approach the throne to say Lord hear me. He said, hear the right, O Lord. Uh, Attend unto my cry. Give ear unto my prayer that goeth not out of faint lips. May I say, uh, not only do you need to ask the Lord to hear you, but you can know uh, uh, that God not only hears you, uh, uh, but when he hears you, say, Lord, if you're listening, I want you to take a look at me. Examine me. Look what he says in verse 1 and 2. Hear the right, O Lord. Attend to my cry. Give ear unto my prayer. Look at verse 2. Let my sentence come forth from thy presence Uh, let thine eyes behold the things that are equal in other words God I don't want to say or do nothing that you're not pleased with Lord I don't want to even pray words uh, that do not come from thy presence Uh, does everybody see that in verse 2 let my sentence come forth from thy presence when's the last time that you prayed and said God I want you to hear me but God not only I want you to hear me I want you to tell me what to say up to you. You say that sounds funny. No. My friend David took prayer so serious that he said I don't want to pray something that I ought not pray. Can I say many times I really believe uh, that we pray prayers uh, and I understand that God uh, does intercessions made for us and when we don't know what to pray. The Bible said even with groanings and utterings uh, uh, that the intercessor uh, will make intercession for you and I and pray for us. But listen May I say this morning that When we ask God to hear us We ought to ask God to examine us And God put in me What you want me to pray What you want me to say God I don't want to pray anything Outside of that perfect will Oh God guide me When you hear me What an important thing that is That David says not only do we see when he "Praise Lord hear me do you, do, do, does he want God to examine him but uh, listen he wants God to uh, he wants God to look into his life and uh, he wants God to exhilarate and he wants God to illuminate an example uh, through his life he asked God look look in verse uh, number 3 in the first part uh, David said thou hast proved mine heart thou hast visited me in the night uh, thou hast proved mine heart Thou hast visited me in the night Thou hast tried me and shall find nothing I am purposed that my mouth Shall not transgress Are you seeing how serious David is taking this He says God I want you to get involved With my heart My wishes Thou hast proved mine heart Thou hast visited me in the night Somebody will thank God That even when the lights go off in our life That my God There's never no darkness up there It's light forevermore and Jesus came into this dark world uh, being the light of the world. Uh, my friend, even in dark times, uh, listen, the devil's so crafty, ain't he? He's so cunning uh, uh, to make you look around at your life and all you see is darkness. Uh, and not just a light, but the light of the world lives within you. Uh, uh, can I say, my friend, it'll never get too dark uh, uh, that the Lord Jesus cannot light your way and light your situation and light your uh, circumstances I, I don't know how it feels to be some of y'all. I don't know how it feels to be at the Dismuke family this morning in McLean. I Under God, I don't know how that. but I know one thing the light can come on believe it or not and all we got to do is go to the Lord and say God it's so dark it's so dim it's so depressing it's so discouraging God please look into my heart examine me oh God try my heart visit me in the night oh God help me in my time of need There's an old story, some of you have heard me tell this, there's a preacher, pastor, faithful for many years. uh, His wife was in bad health, and long story short, wife ended up passing away, faithful, same church, for 30 30 or so years. and uh, uh, Every night before bed, mama, she would go in and she would turn the light on in the bathroom, and she would lay out the, the towel and the wash rag. And she'd lay out the clothes for their little boy. Then she'd go to the other bathroom. And she'd do the same thing for her husband. She'd lay out a towel and a wash rag and his clothes for the for the next day or for that night. Whenever he'd go in there to shower and clean up. And, and uh, this this faithful pastor's wife, she had passed away. And uh, it was just a day or two after and the little boy... We walked in the bathroom. He noticed that his towel, and his wash rag, wasn't laid out, and his clothes wasn't there. And he said, "Daddy, do you care? Mama always done this, and I miss Mama. Could you, could you do this for me?" And he said, "Well, sure, son. I, I can do that for you." And uh, he, he done that. Little boy showered, and got ready to go to bed, and went to bed. And and uh, he said, "Son, do you need anything?" He said, "Well, you know, Mama always." Of she put me the bed. She'd always pray with me, Daddy. You care to pray with me, he said, son? I, I, of course, I will. And he, he prayed with him and went to turn the light out. And he said, "Daddy, I, I just don't know. I just don't know if you should do that tonight." He said, "Son, there's no, there's no need to be afraid." He said, "Daddy, I just, I just don't, I don't know." He said, "Mom, I always turn the light out." And he said, "I just, I, I kind of think y'all leave it on tonight." He said, "Well, we can do that. We, we can leave the lamp on." And so I left the lamp on and. About 45 minutes to an hour later, daddy had crawled into bed, started going to sleep, and all of a sudden, little feet pitter pattering through the house and a little knock on the door. He said, Daddy, can I come lay with you? He said, Sure, son. He brought him in the house, he brought her, excuse me, he brought him in the bedroom and snuggled him up in the bed. And they just laying there about 15, 20 more minutes, went by and hear the little boy whimpering and crying. And he said, Son, what's wrong? And he said, Daddy, I just miss mama. He said, "Son, I, I miss her too." And uh, he said, "Daddy, it's it's awful dark in here." He said, you "Think you could turn the light on?" He said, "He said, son, no, we're not going to turn the light on. Everything's all right. I'm here." He said, "Daddy, but it's so dark." He said, "Can you even see me?" He said, "Yes, son, I can see." You. He said, "It's so dark, Daddy. Can you can you see me?" He said, "Yes, son, I can see you." And he said, as long as I can see, everything's all right. The little boy finally snuggled up, finally went to bed and fell fast asleep. And daddy started crying himself. He could still smell where his mom had laid in the bed and clothes was all still in the closet, shoes still on the door. And he got up from that bed and he walked over to the window. He looked up in the sky and he said, Father, it's awful dark down here. Yeah. It's so dark. God, can you still see me? Yes. yes. It's on. so dark. But I haven't see to know, even in this dark time, if my father can still see me. He says, almost like he walked in the room. He said, Son. I can still see you, and as long as I can see you, just know everything's all right. I came to tell you this morning that it never gets so dark that he don't know where you are. It never gets so dark that God can't see you. You say, what do I do, preacher?" You just call on him. You just holler in the dark midnight out like that little boy said, Danny. "Hey, Hey, i am got people. You know what you need to do. You just need to call it out and say, Daddy. You just need to holler and say, Father, it's me. And I'm going to be honest with you. I know you're there, but it's awful dark. And, Lord, I might not be able to see you. But as long as you still see me, I can let everything sort right. Lord, please hear me in these dark. What a, prayer, what a prayer. I don't know about you, but there ain't much that brings more comfort to me than knowing my daddy's wherever I am. You know, this may sound silly to some of y'all, but you can think what you want. Growing up, I, I remember I'd be scared to death. We, we'd walk in the woods, you know, before daylight and start. You hear sounds, and you hear stuff that probably ain't even there. And I used to remember thinking, something's fixing to eat me. But then I looked beside him, and there was my dad. I thought, well, bless God, Before they're going to eat me, they're going to have to eat him. Because okay. he ain't going oh, to eat me, whatever it is. And I walk, and finally that little spooky feeling would go away. You know, there's times as a grown man, I get to walk her down that old road. I've walked it a hundred times. To my dear stand and it's dark. Someone and it's darker than others. You know, there's no moonlight, it's solid dark. I get to feel the same way. As a grown man. Yeah. And I sure wouldn't tell nobody that if I wasn't in the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, Amen. And I'll get looking around. Sometimes I'm trying to be quiet. Sometimes I say, forget that. I'm getting where I'm going. Naturally. But you know, I was a grown man, There you are know, several days I ended this year by myself, but those days, that my dad got to go with me. We'd pile on that four-wheeler, It's the best four that ever been made, and I had oil change for 15 years. It's got a 500-pound weight capacity, and we'd put about a, a grand on hey, it. We'd pile up on that thing, by the grace of God, it still runs, we'd put her in the park, in the darkness. I have to get on my dad the whole time because he'd like sound like a buffalo walking through the woods. <laughs> turn, I turn around and say, are you want to do that today? Or just want to run around and stop through the woods. I do whatever you want to do. He said, I died, so I'm going. But you know what I don't think about? When my dad's with me? Yeah. I don't think about a coyote eating me. Uh-huh. Because he's gonna kick the face off of a coyote. <laughs> my dad's with me. It, it brings security. Yeah. Like nothing else. Yes, I don't care how old you get. There have been times when my dad would have here and things got a little sketchy, I thought, uh oh. But if dad's here and y'all act like stupid, I'll go sorry for you. <laughs> my dad's gonna take their business. Y'all ready? Yes, ma'am. You know that comfort that you get from your father? Little Elijah, already his age. When I go out of town, you know what he really tells mom? I miss Dad. It ain't because he just, you know, has to have me there to snug, a little love on me, light and day for all that. But he feels safe. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's it. My dad is there. I come to tell you today, there's been times in my life my dad couldn't be there for me. There's only times in that little boy's life I'm not going to be able to be there for him. But there's not one moment. That's right. Thank you, Lord. But you're going to walk in the darkness by yourself. Amen. Amen. That ought to come for somebody. Yeah, amen. There's not amen. one moment. You better hear me. That devil is so good at backing us in a corner and scaring the life out of us. But let me tell you something. Day is always there. Amen. 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 And ain't nothing going to get to you before it first passes through him are you ready this morning and the best thing you can do in these times of darkness in these times of trouble in that midnight hour in the in the darkness of the night that David talks about my friend the best thing that I, I can tell you to do is just call on your father and say Lord I just need to know you can see me in the darkness Amen. not only do we see he prays hear me But then secondly, we see the Lord, or excuse me, we see the psalmist David, there's a prayer for God to hide me. Look, Look in verse seven. Verse six, he said, thou wilt hear me. Verse one, hear me. But look at verse seven. Show thy marvelous loving kindness, O thou that savest by the right hand them which put their trust in thee from those that rise up against them. Keep me as the apple of the eye. Can I tell you this morning? He has. Yeah. I thought I'd get a little better response than that. You're still the apple of his eye. Yeah. Yeah. The bride of Christ is the apple of his eye. Lord. And notice what he says in verse 8. Hide me yes. under the shadow of thy wings. Yeah. I can't preach this like Brother Dorsey can. I, I was on the phone with Brother Jared last night and they were just in meeting together this week in North Carolina he said, uh, he said Brother John preached the best I ever heard of. I said really? I said what he preached on he said the same thing he preached at your church but better He's preaching everywhere he goes about the shadow of those wings about how he was in the hospital he said you know I know y'all ain't, you know Y'all, a whole lot more spiritual than me. He said, but well, I thought I was going to die. And he said, in, the, in that dark place, I thought I was going to die. He so said, I started asking God, am I even saved? Yeah. He said, you'll think, oh, I can't believe we put the pastor points up here. Oh, I'm going to preach all over America. Am I even saved? He said, but when you're looking at death, you want to make sure. Yeah, man, right.
1: He said, then in that darkness,
0: he said, I, I begin to think, am I ain't even going to preach? He said, it such a dark time. Sure I sure can't preach. That's his testimony. But this is what he's preaching. And man, it just makes so much sense. He said, it was so dark. And I said, God, why are you not here? He said, well, in those dark times, he said, you know what I figured out the reason it was so dark? He said, because he was hiding me. He was not let me see. Yeah. He wouldn't let me hear it. I was so close, I didn't even realize. That's why it had gotten so dark to hear, is what the psalmist said. Lord, it's dark and it's dim and it's depressing. Lord, I'm overwhelmed. Hear me, please, God. Can you see me, Lord? Can you, can you know where I'm at in the dark? But the next thing you need to pray is not just hear me. But- and can I say, when God really goes to you, it don't mean that everything's going to get better. Sometimes it gets darker and dimmer. But it's not because the devil's overcoming. It's not because the lion has made you his prey. It's because when God struggles you up and digs you, and you dig deep down under His wing, it's dark there, but now you're more Sure, under the shadows of his wings. Let Lord in the other place. I'm you this morning. You just begged God to hide you in the cover of the shadow of his wings. Amen. Hear me, Lord. But then that second thing. Hide me. Can I say the best thing God has ever done for me at times is hide me. Sure. Yeah. You remember what he done for Elijah? You remember Elijah 6 and he's asking God to kill him under a juniper tree. You remember that? But we also look at Elijah and guess what God did with him by work brook. He put him away made a Bible and everything. Yeah. You know, they i mean, they hit him. And I said, God will never hide you that he don't provide for you. That's exactly right. Can I say one of the darkest places of course, we under his wing. But can I say, it's one of the closest places to knowing his heart. Yeah. Yeah. You ever heard about John, beloved? Oh, oh. At that last supper, when they was all trying to figure out who was going to be the greatest?
1: But, uh, John had his head on his bosom.
0: I dare say, John is the only one who knew his heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I've learned? Been yeah. through some dark matters myself. When God hides you, that's where you're that's where you really start to understand and hear and know the heart of God. Yeah. You know there's things I have done for the good that I never thought I could do, and I probably never would have been able to do had God not tucked me in. I'm gonna be faced this week with things, with people. The circumstances. I'm going to be honest with you. It's brought some darkness. Sure. It really has. It's brought up old wounds. It's rekindled some of that hurt. Do you know what I'm asking God to do? Hide me. Yes, sir. You know what would happen if I really prayed that man and I let him hide me? I'll say new things for the good that I can say new my own. That's right. I won't bring up my hurt. I won't bring up my harm. I won't bring up those ill feelings. I won't bring up anything that's in there that shouldn't be. Listen, if you get close to God, you'll start loving people different. That's right. what will, right? Amen. You really let God hide you, you'll start forgiving people right. different. If you really pray, say, God hide me, and let God hide you, you'll start living like a real Christian ought to live. Brother Earl Hughes, I never got the honor and the privilege of knowing him. I know, I know about him. And there were several men who were very close to him. Brother Mike was one of them. He told me this several times. He said, Oh, brother. He said, i, I call brother Brother Hughes and something this, after the other, and he'd say, Brother Mike. Best thing you can do right now is go dig a hole and hide. Yes. He said, if you want to find Jesus, you get down to the bottom of that cross. He said, don't just lay there. Get down deep, 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 Get down deep in that ground. Go as far down as you can. The further down you go, the closer you're going to get to it. And that's exactly right. Can I say there's times coming in our lives? I'm trying to hurry. That's going to be your own option. If you try to make a move, you're going to make a wrong move. And I say, listen, we've got to be very careful in our decision-making. You've got to be very careful. Because if you've not taken the time, listen to me, to say, God, hear me and hide me, I'll be careful of what I've done in my place of heart. I don't mean, you know this. Darkness will make you do some crazy things. Have sure. y'all ever been shut in a place, shut in a room with the lights turned out? You take off a hundred mile an hour and bust your forehead open on something? That was stupid. If you were just sitting down and think about it, you could have gently stuck your hand out. Felt for a switch or a door knob or something, but you freaked out and bust your forehead open. I went to school with the that old boy. <laughs> Good God. school an no old boy, they got scared. they was at a party, shouldn't have been in there, but cops kept. He'd take off like a bad out of you know where. Run through the woods and run off a cliff and kill himself. It wasn't gonna take him to jail. They just took him home. But he said he got life <laughs> It's not funny, but it is. Thank you, buddy. Why would you (laughs) do that? But darkness makes you do crazy things. When you get scared, you do whatever it takes to be unscared. You've got to take time to slow down. Still this day, he's got wires in (laughs) his (laughs) jaws. Bless him, Lord. (laughs) I thank you, brother Get home by the cops and of by the kids <laughs> and live the rest of your life with wires in your face. He wasn't going to prison with I said for being at a party. Just take a hey, stupid, get in the car. That's a better option. And how many times, next Friday? but how many times have we done similar things like that right. spiritually? Yeah. You ever heard somebody say, I'm fixing to go off a deep end? That's what he does.
1: <laughs> and
0: God don't want why do I always ruin a good sermon always but that, I've seen people do that something happened to get dark and I sat back and I said what in the world did they do they run off of blood spiritually by killed themselves all they had to do was just stop for a moment right how many times do we react yeah too quickly and we run you straight off the of knee. Come on tonight. Sure. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. You, you, when you get fearful, you get silly. Right. You get scared of facing the darkness. You get silly. So what do you need to do? Nothing. You need to go hide. Yeah. Don't react. Listen. When things come, don't react. To the circumstance. React to the only one that can fix the circumstance. Is everybody with me? I'll be honest with you. I've handled some circumstances wrong. Because I reacted to the circumstance. Instead of reacting to the one who can fix the circumstance. Lastly and I'm done this morning. Not only do we need to ask the Lord to hear us and hide us. But what about this? Look in verse number 10. They have now compassed us in our steps. They have set their eyes bowing down to the earth, like as a lion. Notice now notice that. As a lion that is greedy of his prey and as it were a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, O Lord, disappoint him. Cast him down, deliver my soul. From the wicked which is a sword. From men which are thine hand O Lord. From men of the world which have their portion this life. Whose belly thou fillest with thy hid treasure. They are full of children. They leave the rest of their substance to their babes. As for me I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. Notice notice, verse number. Notice verse 14. Or excuse me verse 13. Arise O Lord disappoint him, cast him down. Deliver my soul. You know what he's asking for? Help. Hear me, Lord. Hide me, Lord. But now what do you need to pray? Help me, Lord. I know this is simple ABC, but it's just what you got to today. Hear me. Hide me. Deliver me. Help me. you would be amazed at the people that I sit down with that are in dark times, that are going through situations You'd be amazed, both here and out there. And I said, okay. I said, have you yes, asked the Lord what he wants you to do? I don't. I'm not really. I'm just doing right. something. You know what you got to do? first thing you got to do when, when bad times come and trouble comes, whether it's cancer or death or, or, or a, a problem in the home or in the family, Hello, I just you from experience. Our families have trouble. You know what I've had to, you know what I've had to pray? Jim will make a year. God forbid it, but Jim will make a year. You know what I've had to pray? You're going to help me. Because I'm not options. I don't know what to do. I, I This is so dark and so depressing and so dim and so demonic. I need help. Right. You know what he's done by his grace so far? He's helped me. I know it's a bit difficult, but you know what he's done for my family? He has helped me. That's right. Because in reality, we should have done thrown up the paddle off the mind, done something crazy, went off to deep end. Really? Yeah. If we were have done what we should have done in the flesh, which is freak out and be so afraid we don't know what to do, we should have run off the deep. End. Somehow or another, things ain't fixed now. But we're all in church together, so that's a plus. Yeah. It's better than the other alternative. Everybody okay? Yes, sir. Yes, I know I'm not doing very good preaching today, but I'm trying. I'm trying to help you. Sound, preaching.
1: Oh, yes. Thank you. Some of y'all just
0: need to quit trying to figure it all out and just say, Lord, help. That's it. That's it. Don't do nothing. Yes, sir. Say so Lord help. Amen. Amen. And let him do the fix. We can't fix it no way. That's right. Man. Let me ask you, what can you do to better your situation? Okay. That's it. That's all what you do. Yeah. Right. God, I it's out of my hand. It's out of my control. Lord, if, if this is out of my jurisdiction, it's out of my means. God, I can't even hardly take care of myself every day, Let, let alone this. What do we do? Help. Yeah. What's the first thing your little children do when something happens that's just too big for them? They holler for help. They holler for help. I didn't mean, forget we, we first started putting the on the toilet he got there in the You know what we started hollering for? He got stuck. Any of y'all ever felt like he got stuck in the toilet in the Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He was uh, one way down, and he's all going down with you-know-what. You know I thought, dear God, there's a tiger in back tree. Walked in there, and said, what is it, sir? And my head's all bowed up, his legs getting yeah, Now I'm go down, to my flesh. I'm flush down, and I no, you guys, come on. He used to, he'd sit on the door and he'd hold it. 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 He'd have his like, hands wet. <laughs> help, Dad! You ever see kids struggling with something, thank you. Right. All they do, all they need to do is ask for help. And I show them how to do that. Oh, how many times does God sit there going? If you just ask me, I help you. Isn't it amazing how the devil getting out of like, our hearts and our minds and preventing us from saying one simple word, help? You know what gets in the way, Brother Seth, of asking for help? We talked about it. You cry. Well, I'm, I can not get through this. Yeah. No, you can't. That's right. I don't know what to do. No, you don't. If you did time to say, God, hear me, hide me, and help me, you're in trouble. And I say this morning, if you'll pray, those three things. Brother Chris, come here. It's what could pray. Deliver my soul. Help me. God, these wicked men are after me. Help me, oh Lord. So, this morning, I would encourage you to pray a prayer worth praying. What is that, preacher? Hear me. Hide me. That's awesome. Father, we love you. I ask you, God, to please take this message, work into the, people, the hearts of your people, whatever they need today. In Jesus' name. Amen.